Hello everyone, you're listening to Legends of Leia, a tabletop actual play campaign set in the fractured world of Leia. Brought to you by Infinity Break, where we're telling stories our own way. Legends of Leia comes out every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate if you'd help spread the word about our monstrous adventure, so that more people can join us on our quest. Before we get started, let's go ahead and reintroduce our characters. Folks, my name is Ben Hamlin, I play Hugo Charlemagne Augustus Robert d'Antoine de Fontaine, a rogue of indiscernible archetype, and a severe personality disorder. <laughs> Hey everyone, I am Andrew Akel. I play Shalva Tassarin, a drow bard of the College of Eloquence. And dramatic bitch. <laughs> and that. <laughs> yes, also. We gotta uh, uh, we gotta append our, our character introductions every time with a new trait. <laughs> eventually personality traits. Eventually it'll only be character introductions and we'll play for thirty seconds and then be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Maddie Tromogomes. I play Paladin Captain Petros, who is both a paladin and a cleric, uh, and has a lesbian sea mom. <laughs> I am Johnny Ronaldo, and I am playing Finley Murphy, a halfling chef who happens to be a battlemaster. Uh, really excited for you to all eventually find out Hugo's birthday because I run out of things to say about him. <laughs> Favorite colors. His... <laughs> okay, wait, let me guess his astrological sign. Oh, um, sure. Go for it. Oh, he's definitely a Gemini. Oh, I was going to say an Aquarius, but Gemini is also a good pick. Why do you think he's an Aquarius? I'm just curious. Uh, well... Watch I... what you say. <laughs> uh, mm, now I feel like I've walked into a trap. Uh... <laughs> I know, I'm just curious. What about Aquarius specifically, Maddie? The bad accents? <laughs> um... My mom is an Aquarius, uh, so mm. actually I can't say anything mean about them. Oh. <laughs> well, Johnny and I are both born in February. You you acknowledge this, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I, uh, this is me This is me tiptoeing around. I am also a water sign in my defense. Aquarius is not a water sign. <laughs> I can't be it's prejudiced. not a water sign. Yeah. I can't be prejudiced against uh, other water signs. I am a water sign. <laughs> it has aqua in the name. It's got to be a water sign. God, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an air sign for no reason. Sign. Yeah, air sign does make sense for Hugo. Anyway, this <laughs> I'm, a, I don't... I'm a Leo, and I don't know I what that s- means. I yeah, stick but... to my assertion of Gemini because Gemini's are the worst, and that is the only astrology thing that I believe. I have a lot of friends who are Amanda's a Gemini. We love Amanda. We love Amanda. Hashtag not all Gemini's. Mm-hmm. The exception that proves the rule. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the most Gemini, uh, last but not least, uh, your dungeon master for Legends of Leia, uh, Nick Boylan, who I realize is not a Gemini. Who's Nick, not take a it Gemini. away. <laughs> I'm a Libra. I no, I know what you are. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. No, that's <laughs> like, Eldritch being. Uh, Say that's, it. That, that, that straight up sounded like. <laughs> Some kind of like anime dub line. Uh, Nick, <laughs> I know let what me, you are. Let me possibly rephrase that are. to make it sound like I'm not accusing you of witchcraft in the town square. Hey, I don't Maybe care. I kind of think that's cool. I know what you. I are. mean, if anyone's doing witchcraft in the town square, yeah, yeah. it's me. Mm-hmm. It's definitely Nick. That's my new tagline: "Does witchcraft in the town square?" <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I'm glad I can contribute more to the Nick mythos. Uh, uh, Nick, take it away. What are we doing on, uh, what are we doing on Laia today? So, last time, uh, the party continued to fight against the vampire Spawn and the vampire princess Ophelia. Most have been defeated when Spawn and Ophelia remain. A powerful dominate person spell from Ophelia now has Finley firmly under the vampiress's control. And the chef turned monster hunter has turned her machete on Hugo. Petros has defeated the vampiric beast by punching through its face. Mateus's channel divinity has caused the last spawn to turn tail. The end of the battle is within reach. Should it end with Hugo surviving? Nobody knows. What will you do? Shalva, it's your turn. Okay, so the last thing that happened was I ran down here, the vampire attacked me, and then Mateus did his channel divinity to make it run away, right? Yep. So it's now away from me. Uh, the movement speed so, is zero. Hell yeah. Um, I, I reach out my shoulder, nope, not my shoulder. I reach out my hand to grasp Mateus's shoulder. Uh, and then I look at him and I just say, trust me. Uh, hmm. 
Okay. D- does he do it? Does he trust yeah. me? He he lets he lets you rub his shoulder. He's like, either I'm gonna die right now, or something really cool <laughs> is gonna happen, and I'm okay with both of those. Or I'm gonna get a back massage. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm real okay cool. With that too, but I think she's probably just gonna stab me. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, then I slip a dagger into his side. No, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna cast Dimension Door. Woo! Um, and send us over here. Is that new? I don't think I've done it before, but it's not new. Mm, okay. New, new to us. So, door opens up, and we step through and appear right next to Finley and uh, Hugo. And this vampire princess, I think. And then, uh, that's all I do. So we just appear. Okay, Hugo, it's your turn. So what just happened to you was you did just get slammed by Finley's shield and stabbed by her machete. Um, this person who had been, you know, rather kind to you up until now is suddenly looking at you like you're an, and acting like you're an enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, because the spell was cast, um, in her head, you don't know what happened, all, only that she is attacking you. But right. you do travel with spellcasters, um, and you can assume that... You have two assumptions that you can make here, which is that suddenly, which was all along she was the enemy, or she's being controlled. Oh, yes. I guess those are my two options. Aren't, aren't Well, Hugo likes to assume the best of people that he's not actively robbing. Um, can I, like, as much as I love the concept of Hugo not knowing and just feeling betrayed, uh, mm-hmm. because that's just, like, fun, mm-hmm. um... I imagine in his dungeon delving, Hugo has met a thing that can mind control before. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's he, why I said he has those two options. Hugo is 30 or 40 years old. He has easily encountered a similar situation before. Like, he's just standing there, hands on hips, patronizingly, like, ah, vampire. Mm-hmm. He's been attacked by teammates under mind control before. And not under mind control, probably, <laughs> I assume. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> right, so, so, but you said the spell was cast purely in her head, right? Yeah. All right, so Hugo can tell that in her head, in her head she's still fighting with her tanks and her bombs and her bombs and her guns. Um, <laughs> that was good. For one. <laughs> I got it. Thanks, Andrew. Um, that's your move, Hugo. You also just saw Shalva and Mateus Nightcrawler yeah, Shalva into and this Mateus, space right here. Mateus just like <laughs> pooped into existence God. next to the vampire. So many alarming, so many alarming circumstances <laughs> happening around this poor unmagicked <laughs> human at once. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Hugo is not going to attack. Hugo is going to uh, presume the best. He is going to attempt to to kind of guard himself, parry off any sort of attacks. Um, uh, I don't know if there's a mechanical way to do that because I don't know how to play D&D 5e. You can take the um, dodge action. I take the dodge action. How do I do that, Andrew? You say yeah, I'm taking the dodge action? Oh, okay. I'm taking the dodge action. Siri? I'm taking the <laughs> dodge action. Like- All that means is that like other people have disadvantage when they try to hit you. Um, you have like advantage on saves against like spells and stuff like that. Uh, at least, I think dexterity saves. Okay, um, cool. You have um, advantage yeah. on dex saves. Yep. Uh, Hugo, being a master fencer, um, is going to attempt to to do all sorts of fancy footwork uh, to to get around um, his shielded companion uh, because he is acknowledging what is more than likely happening here um, is is probably some some foul magic because it uh, it would have been a weird. I guess it is possible that I Finley think rogues have dodge as a bonus action. Yes. Um, uh, no, I don't think they can dodge. I know monks can. It I says don't think dodge. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, dash, disengage, or hide. Yeah. Right. For some reason. Monks can dodge using right, a key of. point, but um, I guess it is very possible. Johnny, did you get a kill at any point in this dungeon? Someone yeah. killed that vampire. Uh, I think so. Don't they? No. Wait, uh, Hugo did. Hugo killed that. But we've killed more than one vampire. Johnny, did you get any kills Sorry. at all in this dungeon? I. Think the I think the first so. one? 
Yeah. Like the that very, very right. first one before the monster was even like in play. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, Hugo presumes that it is possible that this person that we met right before we went into the vampire tomb is indeed a vampire spawn and perhaps a traitor. Uh, but also Hugo witnessed uh, uh, Finley kill one of them directly. So that can't possibly be true. Uh, so he's going to presume the best and he is going to try to uh, uh, pull some some fancy footwork boxing moves and, and kind of uh, uh, duck and weave around uh, uh, Finley in the future uh, to, I don't know, I guess the idea is to try to tire them out, maybe? Wait for a critical strike? <laughs> I don't have any way to stun them. I can only stab them. Uh, but I'm not going to stab until, them yet. Until we can all show up and like figure this out. Mm-hmm. Right. Or until Finley has another turn and can roll a save. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. No attacks. I'm going to duck and weave. So that's my turn. Okay. Coria will just... She sees it. Well, the action is no longer where she's at, so she's just going to use um, her full action to dash. So she passes Petros just a little bit, and then that's her turn. Next is Finley. Magnificent. Um, Corey and I are racing now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember the specific command given to me by the vampire lady. Was it attack Hugo or was it attack like the party? It was attack Hugo because at the moment that was the only person that who was threatening her at the time. Cool. Sorry, Hugo. No, it is fine. That's not in character. He's not. He's not chill with it. Just remember you have disadvantage because he is dodging. If it makes you feel any better, I also don't like this. Johnny? It does. Thank you. Um, does a... 18 hit? Wait, no. Uh, disadvantage. Thanks. Does a 15 hit? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're about to kill me! Uh, no, 15 still hits. Shit. <laughs> sorry no it's okay uh, fortunately i rolled a one on the damage so that's just gonna be eight damage it's just gonna be eight. <laughs> i only have a plus seven to damage that's oh my, my minimum God. so my second attack no <laughs> don't forget your shield a six, <laughs> is a 16 to hit and you're gonna take uh 11 damage on that you and have... then I'm going to shield bash you because I have to. <laughs> um, and that's going to be an athletics or uh, acrobatics uh, against my athletics. In your head, in your head, they're still fighting. Does he um, Does he have advantage on that or no? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. It's a contested skill check, not a saving not a throw. Save. Right. Okay, the question so... is whether dodge gives you... Advantage, advantage on, on those still. acrobatics it's on, checks, it's on but I guess not. Um, save throws. I, I don't okay. think it's all checks. Okay. Yeah. Could, I, could I offer a point of clarity on this? Uh-huh. I don't have any HP, so I don't super think it matters. Oh, you're unconscious. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well then uh, <laughs> I don't do that. Well, you succeed then you automatically. <laughs> yeah, or you could just like hit him and he goes down. He doesn't take any damage or anything from it, so. Yeah. Johnny, you were essentially asking if you could roll to kick this dead horse. <laughs> I would rather not. Yeah, what's a horse ever done to you? I'm sorry, if if a horse has in fact killed your family, uh, I apologize. Uh, I don't know why that feels like a Bojack horse. It's not. So you all teleport in and see Finley kill (laughs) Hugo. Finley, yeah, we all teleport in and see that Finley knocks Hugo to the ground where he lays unconscious. Yeah, remember what I said <laughs> Everyone earlier? like, oh, Hugo must have done something. <laughs> oh. Yeah, remember what I said earlier about like, oh, uh, Finley can't possibly be like a a, zon- or a, a vampire thrall or whatever because she's killed one of the vampires. Like, obviously she's on her side. I think this undoes that. <laughs> <laughs> they cross each other out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she also fun. killed Hugo, so... Vampire spawns, movement speed is zero, um, and it doesn't want to get any nearer to anyone anyway. Hell yeah. So, um, Mateus sees that Hugo 
that Finley has knocked Hugo unconscious, and Mateus knows Finley. Um, knows that this is not something that she would do on her own. He doesn't think that Hugo deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Doesn't to know Hugo well enough to know that he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I like. I don't. I don't think he deserved it, but I don't know enough about Hugo to contest this. <laughs> He did have an Elsurian accent, so that's a strike against. The the most kind of, of an Elsurian accent. I like that you gave me uh, the benefit of the doubt, but with like a non-committal hand-waving gesture. <laughs> I don't know about. I don't know enough about him to contest this. Yeah, this um, doesn't seem like Hugo deserved it, but it is his. Uh, his instinct is to try to help. Uh, Hugo. Um, he, let's see here. He is going to um, he moves forward provoking an attack of opportunity from the vampire because he has to touch Hugo in order to heal him. Well, that's still uh, in threat, isn't it? Oh, yes, you're right. So he doesn't. Uh, but yeah, he is going to cast Cure Wounds at second level. So you regain 12 points of healing. Hallelujah. Hugo, uh, Hugo, uh, 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 jolts back up with little croissants floating around his head like birds. (laughs) God damn it. Instead of tweeting, they just say, wee. (laughs) Johnny? I appreciate I appreciate you for d- doubling the output of that joke. That was a good that was a good yes and. <laughs> All right, no bad blood. This is appreciate Johnny hour. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> Thanks, oh, uh, Nick's NPC or whatever, whoever saved me. Mateus. No, I know. I know. Um. Now Shavala, who has kind of been, you know. They're just left behind at this point. They don't really care. Mm. Uh, everyone else can go towards the action. I'm just going to stand back here and uh, attack the vampire spawn that's left. That makes sense. The one just that we, the rest of us have up after you guys. Someone's going to do it. Uh, they are going to cast Firebolt at it. Uh, that's not going to hit. Uh, so it misses. The vampire spawn cowers just in time for the firebolt to just go over and hit, <laughs> like hit the part of the cavern above their head, and just icicles come raining down on top of them. That does damage, right? No. <laughs> Sadly. So much for cleaning up after us. <laughs> Whoa. You know what? No. I'm trying here. Andrew, that's just like a particle effect. Oh. <laughs> Clips through. (laughs) (laughs) And now, the Ophelia. She, uh, she regains 20 hit points. Oof. Okay. (laughs) Personally, I don't like that. Why not? (laughs) Hey, she, uh, isn't in sunlight or running water. <laughs> and she is going to point at you. Who's you? Shalva, oh, now no. that you've appeared. And she's going to cast Blight. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that so at all. Let's make a constitution saving throw. Cool. Wait, my... is there a wall between her and Shalva? No, um, because there wasn't like enough room. They didn't like transport one into the room and one out of the room. Gotcha, gotcha. They're gotcha, in gotcha, the gotcha, same gotcha, space. Gotcha. I just oh, okay. it was gotcha. just there and there was only one space. Oh, I don't like this. This is probably gonna knock me unconscious if I fail. That's a natural twenty, baby. Yeah. <laughs> With my plus one, that is twenty one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy for you. That doesn't beat the the DC. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. This is where we find out that half damage still kills me. (laughs) Um, You do take half damage, so 48. 
Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you said the number 48. I was like, half? I was deeply... That's half of what? (laughs) Yeah, you take 48 necrotic damage. (laughs) On a success. Good lord. On a success. Imagine if you had failed. Uh, Was that blight cast at like ninth level? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Everything's going so well. Ooh, uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Okay, I'm unconscious. It doesn't matter. Damage. How much was the total? 18. 18. That's after... Oh, that's halved, right? Yeah. That's half. Cool, I'm unconscious. <laughs> I'm down. All right. Neat. Totally didn't think it was going to be a TPK. <laughs> Petros, oh, don't worry. Uh, it's your Despite all my jokes about it. I was just a rat in a cage. <laughs> Wait. Despite TPKs, I am still just. <laughs> well, good l- good luck in your new vampire thrall spawn life, Finley. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Finley's like, I can. You know what? It's it's cool. I I think I sure hope this doesn't awake something in me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how's mouthful. that first straight character going for you, Johnny? <laughs> how's my first what? Immediately gets dominated character. by a vampire dominatrix. Oh. Nick had a mouthful of tea when you said that. <laughs> the line about awakening something. Almost didn't have a uh, Petros, it is your turn. So, Who's sorry, turn? one more time. It's Petros's turn. Thank- okay, cool. I Petrois. did not hear Petrois. you the first couple times. I I caught like part of that. Okay, I have. Um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna dash. I think. Okay. Um, to try and get there in time. So that's thirty here, and then. No. Stop. <laughs> took me at myself. Stop. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where I want to end up. Um. Okay. Here. Uh, you you see one. a shit show. <laughs> yeah, <Petros laughs> I roll up see... and I'm like, "Whoa!" All right. Hugo's Hugo uh is on the ground being tended to by Mateus and Shava and Shalva is just unconscious <clears throat> in the background as usual. Yeah. Keep what in mind, you saw her when you were running over here, and now you get over here and you see her unconscious on the ground. <laughs> You're just like, oh, Shalva, damn it. It's literally been six seconds. Oh, like... she's, probably, she's probably faking again. Just leave her. <laughs> I leave you alone for six seconds, and this is what happens. I know. I think she's I think she's just faking it. I'm like, oh, again. <laughs> again. Lame. Um... <laughs> wow, I can't believe you would do that twice. <laughs> so rude. Uh, I don't have any I don't have any more channel divinities. Um, the, the Shalva who cried dead. <laughs> <laughs> um that will, that will end my turn i'm gonna hand in my turn uh hang out right here don't worry guys i'm i'm on my way shalva make a death save yay <laughs> that's gonna be Ray. a two that's a fail oh you fail <laughs> just just hang in there i'm right there <laughs> all right that's my turn i don't want to do anything else She, like, has her tongue sticking out to the side, like, bleh. <laughs> like, it really looks like Wow, it's way it. more convincing this time. <laughs> yeah, can I roll to look dead? <laughs> roll performance? <laughs> Let's see how dead I look. Oh, now you rolled well. Uh, that's going to be a 22. I look super dead. <laughs> oh, no. Everyone thinks you got Petros thinks to himself, at least she's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> this episode title, the again, death of Shalva <laughs> Part The two. for real this time. <laughs> the for real this time, death of Shalva Tassarin. The actual, yeah. <laughs> Quote unquote actual. Yeah. Hugo, it's your turn. All right. Uh, Hugo's a little bit dazed. Uh, the croissants above his head start to fade. Um, we discussed how, how, uh, Finley gets to roll a saving check if they take damage, right? Or if she takes damage, yep. excuse me. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right, cool. Well, now Hugo has a reason to hit you. Yep. 
Yes, you well, do. Uh, all right, Hugo kind of stumbles back into position, uh, by which I mean stands up, but, you know, as if you had just been knocked unconscious. Uh, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to attack you with my sword. You get a stab for that. Good luck. I don't care for that. Does it, does it, does an unnatural 20 hit? Yes, it meets, it beats. Yay. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. That's a sneak wish, attack too. I, I wish you didn't say so, shit like that. Um, you seem to be surrounded. Yeah, it looks like I do get sneak attack. I actually don't have enough D6s next to me, so I'm going to have to roll this twice. Um, that's three plus. Ba-ba-ba. Um, oh God, wouldn't it be cool if I could count? Uh, no. Yeah, I know. 17 points of damage. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm going to roll that save now. Let's see here. This is a wisdom saving throw. Uh, Dirty 20. Yep, you save. Um, this You get stabbed and your vision uh, goes white for a moment. And then you open your, eye, your eyes again and you realize, wait, I'm not where I was before. Ow. This hurts, and ooh, there's non-vampire blood on my blade. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, and also thank you. Apology accepted, and also you're welcome. <laughs> uh, there is a moment. Shalva's just dead. unconscious. Looks super dead. <laughs> uh, Finley like turns around to face the vampire spawn. I know it's not my turn, but just flavor. And, like, hits her machete against her shield, like, at the vampire, and is just, like, mean muggin'. Um, Hugo, Hugo, uh, just goes, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's it. Uh, another half-second pause before, okay, are we good? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, wonderful. I just didn't want, I wanted to make sure there was, no bad blood between us. Maybe now we got that. But there's about to be. Uh, Finley goes back to attacking Hugo. No! <laughs> Alright, I see. I end my turn. Um, Coria um, is going to join the action. She is going to start to come around the back of the um, like of the of the the wall that's blocking her view of the action as if to cut off a route of a possible route of escape and that is her turn finley it's your turn i am fucking up this vampire um so i am going to attack uh and that is going to be a dirty 20 to hit for 11 damage. Okay. And then my second attack is going to be a 17 to hit. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, and that's going to be for 13 damage. And as my bonus action, I'm going to expend a superiority dice to rally. Um, so oh. I am going to heal... Um, I'm going to heal, I want to heal Hugo as like an apology, but Shalva's down. Yeah, yeah, Uh, prioritize, Uh, I think. So I'm going to get Shalva up, uh, and Shalva, you are going to regain uh, 7 HP. Nice, and that's like full HP, not temporary, right? Yep. Cool. That is actual healing. (laughs) The the battle ends and Shalva passes out again. (laughs) Uh, and that's everything that I can do. I'm awake for the moment. The vampire spawn being attacked by Shavala is going to, um, who is now out of Mateus's sphere of influence, now has its movement speed back. Um, and 5, 10, 15, it's going to attack Shavala, who is like, damn, I should have moved. <laughs> 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 oh, here I am, backed into a corner. Yikes. You're a necromancer. It's fine. This is your bread and butter. 
Ugh, I'll just come back anyway. It's whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's whatever. Hit me with your best shot. Bitch. I'll just become a lich. I'll just become a lich. Fuck around and find out. I can't wait to adopt our new lich friend. Mm-hmm. No. Readopt. Readopt. Re-adopt. Lich friend. Um, it's going to multi attack. Um, so it's going to swipe its claws at them. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that hits. Um, 2d. So that's 11 points of slashing damage. And at the second attack, it's going to attempt to grapple them. That's a natural 20, so it succeeds in grappling them. No. Stop. No, stop. Stop it. Uh, The vampire's claws rake against uh, Shavala's unarmed body. Um, No blood is drawn. Well, that's good, maybe. Because they don't have any, or we don't see this to be fair. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Who knows? You hear? Ow! (laughs) Hand echoing across the cavern. Throughout the cavern. (laughs) Ow! (laughs) Aw, man. Oh, nuts! Shirt. (laughs) Gonna have to replace this freaking cloak again. I think that's something that goes underexplored in Dungeons and Dragons is the amount of holes uh, that you have in your your street clothes after one adventure. Gotta find someone to cast mending on my clothes again. I was gonna say who's who's the one in our group who does all the mending for all the clothes. I guess that is why that's a like a cantrip is that people are sick of that specifically. Mm-hmm. I I don't have that spell, so not me. Well, Neither I was just thinking. I was just thinking that as I went to go uh, stab a friend. Uh, was like, oh man, I hope I don't hit you anywhere critical because we're pals. Uh, because uh, nobody has the spell, that means someone in the party has been like thread and needle putting everything back together. <laughs> I would submit it's Petros. That seems like what you would do. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Petros. He, he does our laundry. I have a hole in my sock again. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you kids are growing so fast. I know. <laughs> Um, so Mateus's turn. Mateus is going to cast Bless. Nice. Um, on Petros, Finley, and Hugo. Nice. Because that's who he can see. <laughs> so you now have, uh, every time you make an attack roll or a saving throw, you can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to your attack roll or saving throw. Sick. Hmm. <clears throat> Uh, wait, what, wait, sorry, one more time on that roll. Every time we... You, every time you make an attack roll or a saving throw for the next minute, cool. you roll a d4 and add the number rolled Wonderful. to the attack roll or saving throw. Okay, so d4 bonus on every uh, major roll. Got it. Yeah. That's how... I know that's not what you said. That's how I'm categorizing it in my head. Yep. That's fine. Uh, Shavala, who is grappled is going to attempt to break the grapple. Natural 20 on that. Yes. This hitherto unforeseen display of physical strength from someone <laughs> with arms like a noodle. Uh, Drag them. Uh, just like they break free from the grapple, sending the vampire uh, tumbling to the ground. They're just like, uh, no. No, not today. I've had enough shit today. <laughs> not today. Uh, and that's their turn. Uh, and Ophelia, seeing now that she is surrounded and Finley is no longer within her control. She slowly begins to turn into mist. Son of a bitch. (laughs) And this is her legendary action. Hello? Is that she can do this without provoking an attack of opportunity. She uh, slowly begins to turn into mist. And as she begins to do so, there is a 
deep male voice that sounds throughout the cavern and it tells her to retreat and as her mist form vanishes you notice that the child does get left behind uh but she does vanish into this mist which then retreats back behind them past Coria and then into nothingness fuck and combat is over shit well what about what about Shivala and their vampire <laughs> uh technically it's still on over there but i'm not going to i'm not going to count it cuz it's just me you're just gonna be rolling you don't want to talk to yourself for 15 minutes <laughs> yeah. i think it's gonna take 15 Bitch, minutes get away and record from it <laughs> no um so you are left alone with each other and the girl in the room with the blue runes i'm gonna stay sitting on the ground is anybody unconscious no cool i am um mm, i i would like to roll um to check out the runes because petrus's instinct is immediately get to the kid right now but i'm like those runes are i am suspicious of whatever's happening there i don't want to trigger a trap (laughs) go ahead and roll Mm, are you proficient in arcana i am i am checking really quick i'm not proficient um, uh, I will say, and I mentioned this a few episodes ago when it was first brought up, when Hugo saw it for the first time, you do recognize the language that these runes are written in. It is the same as the one that was on all of the temple walls that you entered. Okay. That abyssal draconic script. Cool, which means okay. I speak half of it. Yeah, between yeah. the two of us, we'd speak whatever this is. I just want to make sure it's not an active spell. Unfortunately, I don't have any spells that will allow me to check, like, magic. Because I thought to myself, when am I ever going to need to use that? <laughs> well, Maddie, if, <laughs> you and I, if you and I do our our, uh, our Pacific Rim uh, Jaeger fuse uh, thing, we can read it yeah. together. Yeah. Oh, I was like, Dragon Ball Z fusion talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that too. Do I look like a nerd that knows what an anime is? Do you want me to answer that? Shalva sitting here uh, is going to call upon her her drow ancestry and cast detect magic. Um, it is uh, it is magical. It is not an active spell. Okay. It seems more like it was written using magic. That magical aura is still there, but it is not as if it was a trap. Okay. Trapped magic. There's no like abjuration or conjuration or anything. Cool. It's like uh, residue it's of magic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like magical residue. Okay. Um, you can you can roll perception to get a better idea of what else is in the room. Uh, so th- there's no real magic left. It looks like just like residue left over from whatever was here. So I think okay. we're safe. Was okay. that a relief? Um, then I would like to approach the kid. I think, like, I would like to sheath my sword, um, and, like, weapons away, hands open, um, and, like, slowly approach the child and when I'm, like, five feet away, just, like, crouch down. Um, can I roll, like, a perception or maybe, like, a medicine to see, like, is the kid okay? Is there something wrong with them? Like, uh, pick a perception or a medicine check. Okay, medicine is way better for me, so I'd like to roll that if I could. Sure. Uh, 16. She doesn't outwardly seem to be harmed. She's very pale. She's clearly scared, maybe a little bit in shock. But uh, besides maybe, you know, obviously being brought here against her will from her mother, uh, doesn't seem to be physically harmed. Okay. What's the kid's name again? Can you remind me? Uh, Cordelia. Cordelia. Okay. Um, then I would like to kneel and take Cordelia. Uh, my name is Petros. Your mom sent us to come and get you. Are you injured? I, um, they didn't hurt me, really, um, yet. Um, okay. 
she's just very scared and she uh, is trembling a little bit as she kind of uh, like shirks away from you into like flattening herself as close as she can against the wall. Okay. Um, I would like to like look back at Mateus and wave him over because I assume that she might know Mateus. Um, and I'm uh, a big scary half-orc. Or Finley. Either one of them. I was about to say, can I have Finley, like, really slowly approach, and tell me if I can't do this, uh, just for, again, flavor purposes, but can I reach into my bag and, like, pull out a cookie? <laughs> yeah, sure. What kind of cookie? Yeah, what kind it, of cookie? Because if there's uh, raisins in that shit, she's in it <laughs> No, it's just a chocolate chip cookie. Okay, she's into it. Um, and Finley's gonna, like, kind of, like, kneel down to make herself even smaller, and be like... Hey, your mom sent us to get you, and I've got a cookie for you. As you offer the cookie to her, she hesitates a little bit, but she does seem distinctly less scared of you than she was of the big half-orc. Um, just, just you know, she doesn't know you, but also Finley yeah. has that voice. Yeah. Uh, she takes the cookie and nibbles, takes a nibble and then realizes how hungry she is, and just eats the whole thing mm -hmm. uh and the tension in her shoulders kind of relaxes a little bit uh finley's gonna offer her, her hand and just be like all right now let me get you out of this cave oh, okay thank you mm -hmm. no bother we'll keep you safe and she takes finley's hand awesome okay cool looking around in this room uh it wasn't an empty room besides her there was the ruins on the ground and there was what looked to be a shrine of some sort against the back wall. Oh, I'll check that out. Um, it is a table and like a slab, a concrete slab, again with runes intricately, car intricately carved into it. Again, in the same language. Um, looking this over, does this look like like a sacrificial altar? It kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, I. I turn back to everyone else and I'm like, this looks like some kind of like sacrificial altar. Uh, Finley's gonna put her hands over the child's ears and like mouth what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I actually mouthed it at the microphone. She's gonna mouth what the fuck? Is there any indication of like, is this a religious, like a, a religion or is this the same thing that we've been seeing elsewhere? Like, uh... could I tell... I guess. Is this Tiamat again? It's the same, again, the same language and runes that you've seen. That combination of the worship of Asmodeus and Tiamat. Okay. Um, that, that ancient cult uh, that you were getting glimpses of every time you entered a temple. Okay. Um, it does seem like because it is because there is, like, obviously a sacrificial table here, it does seem to be religious in nature, as if someone were actively worshipping something. Uh, so Shovel turns around and says that, says, you know, it looks like a sacrificial altar. Finley mouths, what the fuck? Uh, Shalva, like, looks at Finley and, like, smirks and then turns back to the altar and continues, like, looking at it and going over it. This looks like the same thing that we've seen in the other places. Interesting. There, there is a. Uh, I am an expert in uh, on uh, archaeology. Uh, you you don't suppose these are all connected to one degree or another, no? At the very least, they're connected by whatever this this religion, this Tiamat and Asmodeus Asmodeus religion mm -hmm. situation is. Yeah, perhaps uh, uh, the Nick the um. <clears throat> Rapid change out of character voice. Uh, <laughs> Nick, none of the other... Nothing looked recent in all the temples that we went to, right? No. I'm, I'm, some of this was recorded a year ago. Yeah, nothing... When you went into these temples, it was very much... Uh, it very much seemed to be the case that no one had entered them in many hundreds of years. All right, all right. So all the markings in all the temples have been old. Yes. Um... Hugo, comma, literally as an archaeology expert, would he have been able to have retroactively, I'll whatever, roll retroactively if, if you want me to, would he have been able to surmise, like, 
that they're just as old as the temples, that maybe they were, built, you know, carved as the temples were being made, you know. Is that the original um, as, intent of everything is what I'm getting at? You mean like the ones right here or the ones that you saw in the temples? Uh, I mean our previous three dungeons. Those were definitely carved at the time of the building of the temples. Okay, okay. So everything... They're old. Cool. So, I'll tell you in comparison, these carvings here mm -hmm. are much more recent. Okay, there we go. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm trying to tap into. Um, I was trying to figure if, like, you know, they're like the hieroglyphs on the inside of a pyramid when it was being made versus someone graffiti tagging a pyramid uh, a thousand years later. No, these ones seem to have been, and it kind of an, um, differently from what you would expect of someone approximating the appearance of those glyphs. These were clearly made by someone who knows the language, mm, knows what mm, they mm. mean. And is familiar with it. Okay, cool. Uh, Hugo is then going to to uh, essentially point that out. He's going to be like, "Zisim." Uh, uh, initially, when we saw the other ones, I presumed perhaps some sort of a a proto civilization, some sort of a ancient cult. Uh, whenever these temples were made, but Zisim a, a far more recent, like a, a later addition uh, to the. Well, I guess this is a cave. So, but you know what I mean. So is this maybe like a cult of the same people, just more recent, yes. trying to do the same that thing a... as the original temples? We, oui, oui, that is a that is a but what I uh, uh, all I can infer at this at this moment. Uh, I think this is a uh, intentional replication of uh, stuff that we uh, we saw in our uh, our previously uh, uh, our previous dungeons. God, this accent. Uh, I would like to turn to Mateus. Um, have you seen anything like this before? And kind of gesture to the room. Uh, we've run into it a few times, and part of this is what I was looking to research in your library, but if you uh, recognize anything now... Uh, Mateus walks inside the room and kind of runs his hand along the runes on the table on the altar I can't say I've seen anything like it before but I kind of had an idea that the vampires who were living here formed some sort of cult there was just too much organization and meaning behind what they were doing they, they weren't just attacking for food it felt like I haven't been hadn't been able to figure anything out because I haven't seen anything like this before where where have you seen something like this before? Uh, some... As uh, Hugo mentioned, we found some early civilization temples um, that had some of this. Between Hugo and I, we can piece together a lot of... Not a lot, but some of what the runes say. Um, enough. Enough, yeah. It does look like some kind of weird bastardization of Draconic. Yeah. Yeah, It's it seems like it's a mix between Draconic and Abyssal, from what I can tell. Interesting. Uh, Nick, if I attempt to read it, do you have, like, a script for this? Um, there's no script. Um, it's pretty much the same as what you would have seen in the temples in mm -hmm. terms of incantations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay, nothing of now. a magical arcane nature. Okay. Sure. No, I was just hoping. I was really hoping for any excuse to uh, deploy Hugo's draconian accent. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that when you. Oh wait, no. Right, Rajat knows common now. Mm -hmm. He duolingoed when he was in the cave. Good for him. Yeah, he's got a thirty-day streak. It's going great. <laughs> That's more than I've ever done duolingo. That's true. <laughs> So these people may be able to tell us more about this cult thing if we could find them, but I don't know about you all, I'm not really in a state to do that right now. No, and I'm not no, I could use sure a break, much... and also we should get this small child out of here. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, and I'm not Agreed. sure about okay. how Fuck much how much we want to pull on this thread when we can we, we have the items that we need and we can head back to Helm. Yeah, I wonder how much of it will be relevant once we have them. 
but I agree. I think for now we should we should get uh, Cordelia back to her mother. I think we should get rested up, and then kind of go from there. I think we should also question her mother because I think she knows more than she has told <laughs> us. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But um, that could be one on the the list for sure. Okay, let's uh, let's roll out, I guess. Uh, Hugo attempts to memorize uh, what's on the wall, maybe even taking uh, direct notes. In, in right. his, oh, in his he does dearest... a rub like he did, like he did of the um, the the card, the blocks in the second temple. Correct. Um, uh, yeah, he's gonna write in his dearest, most beloved diary. Um, because uh, you said this this uh, this script was different, or, or something about this was different from the previous ones, right? Um, this different, the difference was the age. Oh, I thought... These were, mm-hmm. um, they are of the same kind of nature in right. that they are an arcane incantation. Oh, yeah, I thought, uh, I thought you said there was something about litany. the... Oh, go ahead. A litany. Mm. Um, the difference is that these were, these are newer, um, like they were written recently. R- right, I thought you said there was something about the text... Like, the actual written text that was different. Uh, no, it's pretty much the same. Oh, it's pretty much the same. Okay, well, well then, Interesting. let's let's get it in writing now, uh, so that we're not operating off of our memories then. Uh, Hugh, yeah. Hugo uh, transcribes, while everyone, I don't know, packs their shit back up, uh, Hugo uh, attempts to replicate it in his dearest, most beloved diary. Okay, and that's where we're going to end this episode. The show you've just been listening to was The Legends of Laia, brought to you by Infinity Brick, where we're telling stories our own way. This show is dungeon mastered by Nikki Boylan, edited by Andrew Akel, and produced by Ben Hamlin. It features the voices of Andrew Akel, Ben Hamlin, Matty Drobo Gomes, and Johnny Ronaldo. Our music is by Johnny Ronaldo, and our logo is by Andy Wilson. You can check out all of our other shows at infinitybreak.net and support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash infinitybreak, where there will be plenty of Legends of Laia bonus content. We appreciate your help in spreading the word about our adventure and leaving a five-star review wherever you can. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week.